Coach, thanks for joining me today on this um, Simple Coach to Coach interview. Appreciate you taking the time. Really excited to speak with you. Um, I'm a big fan of Messiah soccer and sort of, I think, all you know, men and the women try to try to play the right way. So really excited that you were able to carve out some time and fix any technology issues that you were having on your end. Hey, us old guys, it's just yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah. That's why you need like a 13-year-old like I have that helps yeah. you with all the technology. Hey, um, let me start by asking, you've been a head coach, I think I read this right, since 2000, you've won six of 10 national championships that you've, you've, you've been to finals that you've been to. Can you just talk about your soccer journey and, and, and how you ended up becoming the head coach at Messiah? Sure. Um, yes, I've been here since 2000, but before that, so I played at Messiah mm-hmm. back in the early eighties, uh, played with coach Brandt and then, mm-hmm. Um, we were teammates. Then I became, well, when Coach Brandt became the assistant with Leighton Shoemaker, I mm-hmm. became the next JV coach. Back mm-hmm. then we had a JV team. So I, that was really where I got, you know, first team, you're in charge of it, you know, da-da-da-da-da, mm-hmm. you know, go do your thing. Um, so it was a couple of years on the men's side. I think it was five years. And then had an opportunity to go to Alma, Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Out of out of the out of you know long stories behind that that doesn't matter. So I was mm-hmm. out there on the men's side for seven years, mm-hmm. and then my wife and I are both from this area. This is our home, and so when the opportunity opened up here at Messiah to come back, uh, it was never something in my mind like I wanted to be a women's coach. I you know whatever right. da da da, but the opportunity to come back, be at Messiah, stay you know be in coaching. Uh, opened up in 2000 and mm-hmm. the rest as you say is sort of history so yeah that's sort of been the journey of it okay um how like where in the area around messiah are you from uh dillsburg i went to i went to dover high school which is 20 uh, minutes from 20 here minutes, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah okay. um all right so so i'm going to ask you stuff about messiah just because i really i'm intrigued right like you're the foundation of a theory that i mentioned earlier that i think if messiah if messiah can can create such a strong program and i'm not even talking about the national championships i think any school is capable and i'll sort of explain that but what do you think it is about messiah that you're able to attract such talent and we'll talk about some of that talent and those soccer players a little bit later but having watched i think three maybe four of your games like these are special players on the field and and remarkable to me right Mm -hmm. like because you had such a wide collection of of these of these kids yeah yeah i think gosh you know everybody everybody asks that question like they think it's some magical formula um (laughs) I no, but I think there's a couple of pieces that I think sometimes they think it's a formula and I think it's not, I think it is and isn't. Um, so yeah, it does begin with players without question, right? It begins without question with that. But I also think, and I, in, and I listened a little bit, you know, to Brad's interview with you and I think mm-hmm. he alluded it to you as well. And that is foundationally, I think Leighton Shoemaker had a piece, but I also think Dave Brand had a bigger piece mm-hmm. and that is, 
get ability, I think, to articulate what a lot of us sometimes sort you know, abstract. So what does it mean to have agreements on the field and spell it out? What does it mean to have buy-in? What does that really look like? I mean, we talk about it. What does culture really look like as a player? Yeah. Because if, if those things have all got to line up and then you got to have players who fit into it. And I think that's a little bit of the uniqueness of Messiah. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the challenge at Messiah, it's, 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 I don't say good and bad, but it's just different. So in recruiting, mm-hmm. we're not looking for the same person as 90% of the other schools in the country, mm-hmm. right? So I don't often feel like I'm recruiting against I'll just say a William Smith. Mm-hmm. I know Alisanne really well. She's great. Yeah. She's fantastic. I don't recruit against Alisanne very often because we're different schools. Yeah. Right. Just what we have to offer and who we are and what we're looking for and what families are looking for yeah. at a place. And so though it, though it narrows the pool of who we look at mm-hmm. when it's the right person, it fits. You nailed it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Nailed it. And like it's, it's, Everybody's like, ah, you're recruiting. Like you get hundreds of kids to look at your school. And I go like, "Mm, no, there might be, might be 20 to 30 a year, maybe Mm -hmm. that really fit us. Yeah. That really fit. Yeah. yeah. And so um, it's, it's, and then, then you bring them into a culture that, Hey, these are the expectations. And it's, and I think it takes time. You know, one of the books that Davey talked about, good to great, just a great, you know, right. yeah. Just a lot of those principles, and I think, yeah. I think Messiah has sort of hit what he would call the uh, the the was it the flywheel. The flywheel. You know, you yeah. keep pushing and pushing, and finally yeah. you get it going, and people think, well, it just happens. Well, mm. there was a lot of pushing along the way, and a lot of choices and decisions, and yeah. a lot of things along the direction um, that got it to this point. And now everybody's like, well, it's just easy. Everybody comes. It's like, no. It's not easy. You have to make decisions every day that affect your your program, what goes on in the culture, mm-hmm. continuous expectations on the field. I think I think Messiah soccer, if you would say men and women, I think the word is discipline. Mm-hmm. I think most coaches don't want to work that hard and demand the discipline that Messiah soccer demands. Mm-hmm. They they really I think it's hard because yeah, yeah. soccer Soccer and it's you know this will be jumping on my you know, soapbox, but I think soccer from <laughs> a lot of a lot of coaches in their true sense is like we want it to be free and yeah, flowing yeah, and creative. Yeah. Yes. How many conversations do we have about creative players? Yeah. Well, they are important. There's no doubt about it. But I also go. I don't think Pep and Klopp are saying do whatever you want to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they aren't right. No, there's a structure. Yeah. And I think what Dave Brandt did was he provided a structure that I think good players fit into become better. Mm-hmm. So what do I mean by that? I think a lot of coaches would look at our roster and go like, in and of themselves, pretty pretty average players. They're not ECNL players. Mm-hmm. They aren't. We might have two or three, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we have that many. But that's that's where you have to get all your players, right? Yeah. And I'm like, no, oh, I can tell you story after story of players who were good players, good athletes came and fit into a system, and it, and it they is, became better because yeah, yeah. we helped them maximize what they do and got them a little bit better. But we stayed within our system, 
and and whatever. I talk to Brad all the time. I, you know, they have ups and downs with talent. And I go, your system is what sustains you. Yeah. Because when, when you don't have quite the talent that you may have had, because I look at our program now, like we don't have some of the talent we had years ago. Mm-hmm. There was years ago where I felt we were a step ahead of everybody with yeah. our talent and with our system. Yeah. I would say our system and same with, with, with Brad at times, the system sustains. Why? Mm-hmm. Because there's a structure, there's a belief, there's an understanding. We're not trying something new every week. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the, the uh, I call the system of the month, you know, or the style of the month, right? Drives We're me always, yeah. right? Brad has played the same way for 20 plus years. Yeah, <laughs> That's why they're good <laughs> at it. There's a reason they're good at it. We have it, but I would say, our style hasn't changed. Our systems, yeah. I, I'm a much more, I'll, I'll change my system. Mm-hmm. It's, still, it's still 11 players. I'll change system based on personnel. But the style, I want to play in their end of the field. I want to have the ball. And yeah, if, if you don't have the ball, you can't score. Yeah. I think that's really, really true. Yeah. So the system to me is less important than style and discipline. Mm-hmm. Let, let me ask you something. So you mentioned Leighton Shoemaker. Do, do you, was there, he, he, it seems like he got the ball rolling, right? Like he, he sort of laid the foundational work uh, on the, on the men's side. Dave comes in, does his sort of builds upon that. And then that's when Messiah soccer really takes off. How did that translate into onto the women's side like how how is it that it how does it is it just your experience from being coached by by coach shoemaker and and sort of implementing similar ideas or sure i mean so i mean i said dave and i were teammates together so when i came back you know we talk all the time and and Mm. i think we thought the game very similarly so we would share, but I would, you know, I give total credit to Dave having the vision of how to put it together on paper. And so, yeah, what does every smart coach do? Steal. I'm the biggest <laughs> thief in the world. I have no problem saying I'm a thief. I took from everybody that I can. Yeah. I mean, there's still, there's still my personality and who I am, but I had no qualms of going like, yeah, this has purpose. This has idea. And I think we, we grew along, like we played that same way for many of years. When I got mm-hmm. here, we played four four two. right? Everybody played four four two. Yeah. We had sweepers. It took me probably three years to get rid of the sweeper because that was comfort zone. I'm like, yeah, yeah. center back, side by side? Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now you go like, well, how else would you play? I'm just play. saying like we all, yeah. we all evolved. And, but I had this model to have conversation, to talk through to watch, to, you know, do at the same time and, and have conversation with that. I looked at the same as you and I go like, I like that. I yeah. think that's how it gave the game. Dave would say, and I would say it gave us a way to fix problems, right? Mm-hmm. Every coach watches a game and goes, this is the problem, or at least we think we know what the problem is. And mm-hmm. now we have to solve it. Yeah. We would say that, the, you know, what they play now, four three three, was like the system of how can we then solve problems in knowing the framework? Yeah. Why are we losing the ball? Is it because of positioning? Is it because of decision-making? 
it gave us a context versus, hey, you guys, you guys just need to make better decisions. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not good enough. We have to give them what those decisions yeah. are and then be able to help them evaluate them. So then you can take, I think, I don't say an average player, but a, a decent player and put them in a spot. Yeah. And you, these are the three or four things you need to do really, really well. And you can. Because mm -hmm. if you watch, go ahead and watch a game really, really close. Watch his wingers. I'm yeah. just saying. They do the same three, four things Please, all the time. All the time. Really, really well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? You, you, you know what's interesting about that? Like, I, I'm I'm here in New Jersey, and, and a lot of the coaches come from a certain coaching tree, right? Like, they're yeah. affiliate, you know, hey, Leighton Shoemaker seems to be like that tree, and then you're a branch on that. And there's a lot of coaches who picked up the idea that, you know, players need to figure out as the game is playing. So there's a lot of gameplay. There's a lot of, and I've always sort of, I don't want to say, like, I appreciate that. But to me, it's like, even professionals struggle with figuring out the game during the game. And so I always wondered about the, like you said, the structure or the, what can we do to give players the most tools so that those questions don't become so difficult, right? Yeah. Rather than just figuring it out, like, hey, you're going to see this, this isn't. Yeah. And, and I think that's, I don't think there's, I think it might be changing, but I don't think there's a lot of coaches still yeah. that really think that uh, way. I will go again, and maybe this is where you go like, hey, you can't say those things. But <laughs> you <can>. feel free. <laughs> no, I'm just, I think, I think sometimes in a way in coaching, it's a, it's especially in soccer, it's an out like, yeah. Oh, it's my player's fault. Um, I've always said like, you know, freedom is great, but it, you know, freedom without structure is chaos, yeah. right? If, if you don't have structure, there isn't freedom. Mm -hmm. That's just, that's just chaos. Everybody does yeah. what they want. Yeah. But within structure, there's lots of freedom. Yeah. There's lots of freedom within structure. And I think, I don't think people think that way, but if you have, if you have, if you know the boundaries and that Brad taught, you know, if you know the boundaries, yeah. you can play within that all you want. Yeah. If you go out of it, it better work. If yeah. it doesn't back in, back in, yeah, back in because now your freedom, no, it, it messed up the structure. It messed yeah. up what we're trying to do. So yeah. it doesn't work. So I think that's the balance we're always trying to fight. And I think mm -hmm. that's the hard thing for players when they come to Messiah is, learning that because they've been so used to like do whatever I sort of want to do and solve the problem. Well, I would also say in college soccer, different than club and maybe pro ish, mm -hmm. the number, the amount of time that we have with them. Mm -hmm. So limited, right? Yeah. Yeah. We have, we have two weeks before the season starts yeah. to implement a style. Yeah. And if I say, Hey, hope you guys figure it out in the next two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> That's you may true, not though. Like it, right? right? Like, yeah, saying, that's very true. We got two weeks and I need I need you guys off. Now, the good part is two thirds or three, you know, two thirds of you or three fourths of you have already been through it a little bit. Mm -hmm. I only need to get the new group yeah. on board. On board. Yeah. Because the rest have sort of been in it a little bit. And uh, I think that's a big part of it. Like if it's always about 
freedom and do what you want. I get it. I understand it. We love creative players. We want them. I've had creative, like, had creative players. Really creative. I thought she was going to be fantastic. Too creative. Yeah, yeah. Can't Didn't fit. fit. Didn't work. Yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> that's 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 funny you say that because I've I've said I've seen a lot of ball players, especially I'll just say the high school age, um, you know, boys and girls, that that are given so much free reign where they're never taught really how to play. And I've seen as they've sort of evolved, sort of how they they do struggle in a much more structured environment because they've never been taught, right? They've been taught like you get the ball, you go forward, you do your thing and what have you. They haven't been taught about, you know, where they are on the field, you know, what's, what's sort of the feel of the game? How's that going? No, they've been taught go, 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 and don't think about all that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's a terrible, I don't think there's coaching, right? I don't think they've been coached. No, and, and it builds down because it was successful at that level. Exactly. It worked, for, it worked for the coach. Yeah. I have the best. They're the best player on the field. Just give yeah. them the ball and they score goals. Great. Yeah. But at the next level, teams are smarter. Players are better. Defenders understand. And all of a sudden, they have no idea how to use their teammates around yeah. them. You know, we all would say, what makes, what makes great players great? Well, they make yeah. everybody else better around them. Yeah. Right? Right? They're just a great player by themselves, but if they make other players better, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, that's special yeah. then. Yeah, yeah. Hey, let me. <clears throat> uh, you know, you've been doing this for a while. You've been on the men's side and the women's side. I'm sure you you follow. Like, in your world, do, has there been a lot of? Have you seen? Um, has the game changed that much in terms of the types of players you bring in or the quality of players that are out there? Um, yeah, I think, I think a couple of things with that. I think there's more players that have had good club experience that have played pretty good soccer, right? There's mm -hmm. just more of them. I also say there's more college coaches like back 20 years ago, even when I just started here, mm -hmm. A lot of programs weren't full-time coaches, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. And now, not only is everybody full-time, like there's so few part-time, like they're the minority, yeah. way, yeah, way yeah. the minority. Not only are we have full-time coaches, we got full-time assistants. Assistants, yeah. And I, like, I wish I did. I, but I'm just saying, like, that's the trend. Yeah. And so now you have full-time coaches with full-time assistants who are hitting the recruiting trails in true world. Mm -hmm. And I think there's just more teams that are that are more capable because there's more people doing this thing full time. And yeah. so are the players better? Uh, I think there's more players who are capable. But as mm -hmm. far as more better players, mm, I think I don't know about that. That answer. Right. Well, that's interesting. Right. I, I just always I'm always curious about the evolution yeah. because, you know, I, I even just look at my my kids and they're yeah. so much better at me than me at their age than yeah. i was and i think there's a whole host of reasons for yeah that, i but. think there's a host of reasons for yeah. that mainly because i was just doing an interview with one of my players on something i said mm -hmm. like 
I didn't even grow up with youth soccer. I mean, when yeah. I was a player, yeah. I didn't play while I was in ninth grade in high school. Yeah. That was the yeah. first organ. There was no yeah. club soccer. Yeah. Club soccer is really pretty infant, right? Yeah. yeah. I would say, and this is what, and this is probably where I become. I think the game isn't helping himself itself with developing more players. It has become so stratified of mm-hmm. just keep taking the best players and putting yeah. them. And keep yeah. taking the best players and putting yeah. them together. Yeah, I don't think we're helping our total game there. Mm-hmm. I just mm-hmm. don't. Yeah, I, yeah. I see a lot of kids that want to play college soccer who are playing on what people would say are pretty good teams. And I go like, what are you guys teaching them? What are yeah. you? I look at them and I don't think, maybe I can't say this, but I will. I don't think clubs sometimes do a really good job teaching players. Yeah. Oh, I think I, they, I'm 100% I think, I think with they, you. I think they take care of their top players. Mm-hmm. But even their top players, I go like the number of players in the women's game. Okay, so I'll ask I'll ask my players. They're playing, they're ECNL teams. They're GA players, right? Yeah. Hey, did you guys ever do a session on ball striking? Because I watch you strike a ball and it's mm-hmm. not very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what did you guys do four days a week? Yeah. <laughs> did, you, yeah, yeah. did you ever... Did you ever take the time to teach them different ways of striking a ball, serving a ball, whatever? And they're like, mm-hmm. what do you mean? No, we, we play keep away. I'm no, I'm yeah, just you, you, you figure it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. Because that's what coaches do. You, you teach yeah. them to figure it out. And I'm like, yeah. no, what did you teach? What did yeah. you? And so that's right. I look at players and I think players are, are taught to figure it out on their own. Yeah. And we give them guidance and we call that coaching. And I go yeah. like, I would just disagree. Yeah. I don't think I, I disagree completely with the game is the best teacher. Yeah. Because then you don't need a coach. Then coach yeah. just roll out a ball roll and walk the, away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes both. Yeah. It takes the game. But if you don't have a background of technical ability and understanding and training, then you're just hoping it works out. Yeah. It takes both of those things together. So- Soccer is a unique game, right? Like so- soccer is a, a unique game. Where on the one hand you have the individual player within this team, and you're right, I, I do, and like I said, I watch it almost every weekend where I see these kids at the highest level at the, these clubs, and I'm wondering, like, have you ever been taught like pace of the game or you know things like that? Yeah. Like, how do you adjust in a game down to the very technical? aspects of what they do how they trap a ball i can't yeah. it drives me nuts we used yeah. to spend when i started playing it, it was probably the monday the the day after a game monday practice was solely on technical aspects of the game like you said whether it was striking a ball whether it was proper passing whether it was trapping a ball all those different things and and the coach would walk around and be like you're doing your your foot's wrong yeah. you're doing this wrong you're doing that wrong and, you know, by the time, you know, when I left, we were the top team in Barcelona. So we were, I mean, it was a very, very good team. But you don't see that anymore. It, it is like, hey, let's do a Rondo, which they're terrible. Most of the Rondos that I watch are just absolutely awful. And then it's like, hey, let's do some technical work. And then you go out and you, yeah. you play. And I don't think that helps any players, you know. I don't either. I, I'm with you 100%. I watch, I think, I feel like 
college coaches, even high club coaches feel mm. like this is the player. This is who they are. I can't, I can't fix them or I don't even want to fix them. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, cause it's too much of an it. effort, right? Like it's too big, yeah. right? It's too big. You're just sort too of big. like, I don't have time. I don't have, yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't do it at the lowest, at the grassroots level. We're not, to, yeah. right. To, to take the ball across your body yeah. is foundational. Yeah. But so few players yeah. can do it. Yeah. Or understand why. Understand why. Yeah. 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 I am. Um, the other one for me that I, I, I almost wish like there was some tool that prevented them from doing that is like, using the outside of their foot either to pass it or trap it <laughs> oh my because like, they're not good they're not good under like because it's the most awkward thing and they think that instead oh. of using their let's just say their left foot to bring the ball in so that they could face it they think the outside of the foot is a lot better because it sets them up for their right foot or whatever one they're doing and that drives me nuts we won't even I go think. down that road you and i then it's rondos right like in the you see it all the time in the rondos guys don't even turn to the ball they just sort of ping it with their outside it's so terrible so terrible all right let 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 me ask you um so you, you during the season you tied eventual national champions johns hopkins absolutely fantastic team misericordia absolutely fantastic team and then and then you tied Washington University in the NCAAs um, and you won on PKs. Do you have any thoughts on the over the lack of overtime during the regular season? Did you end up liking it? Do you prefer would you have preferred to no easy questions here? <laughs> no, no, that's no what what's funny is about that is is of course, you know, when generally I look at that, I go like, no, I hated it. I want to, I want to play to the, you know, I want to play because 90% (laughs) 90 of the time I'm in their end and whatever. But against Hopkins, when we scored with 10 minutes to go, I'm like, I'm glad this is over. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. That's awesome. Can we get get that clock moving a little quicker? Right. They're really good. I don't know if we can hang on for another two times, you know, I think misericordia, I would have said, I think we both walked out of that game going like, we could have won, we could have lost, lost. let's go home. Yeah. Because uh, we both had, had our moments for both yeah. of those things. Yeah. Um, so anyway, in the end, I don't, if I had to pick again, I'd say no. Like, yeah. I understand a little bit of, no, I really don't understand the the reasoning why behind it. Like, I think they're not foundational, mm-hmm. like logical reasons. Yeah. Other than, I don't know, we're trying to, I don't know, protect, was it the safety of our yeah, athletes play, and how yeah, much yeah, they yeah. play? I'm like, yeah, 20 load. minutes? Really? <laughs> um, use your bench sub. Yeah. I don't know. My, you know, I think it's, I think it's a D1 mindset. I don't mm. know. Maybe that's, yeah. I think that's where it, it sits in a lot. But for me, I liked, I think, one of the greatest moments in college soccer was golden goal. Yeah. Whether you won or lost, you 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 can remember all of them. Yeah. <laughs> for a player, right? For a player, yeah. for whatever, it yeah. was it was a special moment. Yeah. That may or may not have happened, and you go like, it was hurt on the one side, it was unbelievable on the other. But as an athlete, like those are fun moments, like yeah. they're memorable moments, and we yeah. just took it away. Yeah. Now we have now we have a team with 
10 ties. Yeah. 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 I, I, and the other thing that leads to is like, well, now you're going to have to judge ties. You're going to have to say, that, is, is a yeah. tie, what tie is good versus what tie is bad. And, and if that's the case, just make it a win or loss, you know, <laughs> like at that point, right? Like if you're going to judge the tie and not sort of have this, Oh, it's just a tie. You might as well, you might as well just make it a win or a loss. Right. I'm with, I'm with you. I think what is a good tie? What's not yeah. a good tie. Yeah. That's too hard. Yeah. I like, I think, It'd been interesting to hear what the committee would have thought of, of that now mm -hmm. as they had to walk through it. I never yeah. talked to anybody about that. Like, yeah, yeah. what did you do with ties? Yeah. No, that, that would be, that would be good. Interesting to know. Like, what, yeah. How did that I play mean, cause, out? Cause clearly the Hopkins game you played that you tied one, one, that's a great tie. Like that's a great, great tie. Right. And sure. then maybe if, if you tied York, that wouldn't necessarily be right. as good of a tie as, as but, as yeah. Hopkins, right? And so, how do you judge that? And 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 then I just think, well, if you're if you're putting on a secret sauce and nobody really knows, well, from year to year, it could change, right? There's no sure. there's no consistency to it. Yeah. So. Um, it just I just think it it gives teams even more incentive not yeah. to try to to win the game. Yeah. Like there's yeah. there's too much of a reward for not winning. Yeah, there's there's there is I mean against you guys right like the teams you play there's too much of a reward to make you stumble, which there already was, what for the if you got beat, but for a tie now you're sort of putting it in that same category like man if we walk away from a tie yeah. it's might as well we won the World Cup right like we're we're that good so, um, hey are are you. Are you, I know it's next year, you'll get the extra time for spring training. Is that something that you, you, you enjoy? Is yeah. that something you're welcoming? I am. Um, I think it's a great move. I wish they would give us a, at least one more game. Yeah. That, that I think would make it even, okay, that would be good. I'm not interested in, in D1 and, and all time. I'm like, I wonder like, what would I do with all that? I just think it's yeah. a lot. Yeah. But to add another 50% basically, right? We're getting mm -hmm. another eight, that's 50%. Yeah. To add another two weeks of being able to connect with and develop and mm -hmm. do some things, I think is awesome. I think just having contact with them in a in a way, in a way that I can face-to-face mm -hmm. -face with the game yeah. is really, really positive. And I, I'm glad they did it. It's I think it's a long time coming. Yeah. I mean, it needed to happen. I find it interesting, right? We have all these full-time coaches and full-time assistants don't talk to your players. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is true. Like it's just interesting. Yeah. But but I think I would think it goes back to like there's been a there's been an evolving and a progress. Yeah. Umpteen years ago, there was no there weren't yeah. many full time coaches, yeah. and, and schools were like, we don't want to put all that money into yeah. non traditional season, and we have to pay the coach more. Da 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 da. Well, now we have the coaches here, yeah. and he's <laughs> what else is he doing? Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm just. Just and that's why, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, why yeah. he's here. It yeah. just makes sense. You yeah, know? yeah, it just yeah. does. Um, you know what? Let me ask you because of the conversation we had earlier, just sort of about the technical, and then your what do your springs look like? Is it more? Do you focus more on the technical aspects mm -hmm. of the game, or do you do do you keep reinforcing the structure of the yeah. game that you're looking to instill? I think it's an and. 
and yeah. of those things. Um, yeah. It gives me a chance to really work. I I always say the spring is the biggest growth period for our, our new players, for the freshmen, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Because now they've gone through this crazy three, four months. Yeah. And now they get to take a breath and go like, well, now I know what they're talking about mm -hmm. and I can play and I can implement and whatever. So I think mm -hmm. that there's a huge growth in that. I also think it's a time where you, you know, you start looking where players may slide into mm -hmm. something different. If there's a new role, can I give them experiences in a new role, but still within our structure? Uh, one of the things I want to work on this spring for us, I don't say it's new, but I haven't hammered it is that just the whole idea of vision scanning awareness. I just think mm -hmm. it's, it's probably the one skill that every player is a deficit. Like yeah. so few players. And I think that's coach's fault. It's not player's fault. Like coaches haven't taught it. We haven't yeah. done a good job. I haven't done a good, I've done it because I don't understand it well enough how to mm -hmm. teach it. So, yeah. so to try to do new things like that for me oh. is part of spring. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Hey, so you went 22 and three, I may have mentioned, um, was there a point during the season where you, where either you realized or you thought this, the team is really good. It's playing really well. And we, we have the capacity to go as far as we want. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think I felt that coming in even last year, like this pretty similar group as a year ago, mm -hmm. right? It's pretty similar, um, but not to get stuck up on last year, but I felt like COVID hit us more than I thought it would. Mm -hmm. Like experiences, mm -hmm. I, didn't, I didn't measure the value of experience for mm -hmm. players as much as I probably needed to. Mm -hmm. And so the expectations for like this year, so last year's juniors, this year's seniors, mm -hmm. The assumption that they would be further along than they yeah, were yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. And so now, so now they were, now they had that year and now yeah. they were seniors. And so I felt, I always felt this team was capable of competing with anybody, mm -hmm. but I also knew that we weren't special beyond anybody. Mm -hmm. And I think there's a difference between the two. Like yeah, I looked yeah. at Hopkins and like, well, they're they special. special. They I've had years, I've had years in the past where I thought we were special. Like we're, we're a half step better. Yeah. If we play well, whereas this team, I went like, we're capable of playing with anybody mm -hmm. athletically, whatever. Yeah. But we're going to struggle to, you know, we're not just a goal. We don't have that special goal score. Yeah, that's yeah. just going to get you a goal. We don't have yeah, that. Yeah. We have a couple who are pretty decent. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. that you know, together and collectively, mm -hmm. you know, if we can keep the ball, if we don't <laughs> do silly yeah, things, yeah. We, we can keep ourselves in a game. And I think that started to happen about mid-season. In fact, we changed system mid-season, mm -hmm. probably the last third of the season. Like when we got to, through our regular season play, so through Hopkins, through William Smith, um, through Misericordia, in all those games, we played 4-2-3-1. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, now we're going into conference play Teams are going to be, they're just going to sit on us like yeah. they just are. And I just felt like we're going to have to adjust. Mm -hmm. And we went to three, five, two, because I wanted, I felt like we we're going to need another forward. Yeah. And so we started playing three, five, two, and it was sort of a, you know, a blend of ideas mm -hmm. uh, with what we had been doing. And so 
Yeah, we made a change, of course, because I thought it was it would make it would be better. Like in the yeah, long run, long, yeah, yeah, it was going to be best. But I also knew in the back of my head, I'm not sure how this is going to play out if we have to play Hopkins. Yeah, because I'm like, I like it against everybody else. I'm not yeah. sure I like it against yeah. them. Well, I, I, I mean, respectfully, right? Like, I think against Hopkins, you could have done a, you know, 10-1 formation. <laughs> and they were still, they were special. Like, I yeah. don't think there's any denying that. Like, at a different level. Like, I just, it just couldn't, yeah. you know. And um, yeah, and so on that kind of a day, like, you have to, and I was like, you know how it is at some point, you go like, yeah. this is who we are. This is who we are. Yeah. This is what we're going to run with. And we're going to try to make them uncomfortable as long as we can. We yeah. Yeah. Could you, could you talk about the semi, the, 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 yeah, the semi game? Was it the semi game? Yeah. Um, the, with Hopkins? Uh, or with, Hop, that, with Hopkins. Yeah. Um, and sort of what that experience was like. What, I mean, did you, did you have in your mind like, hey, if we play and we get a break, maybe we can mm-hmm. we could do this? Like, was there what were your thoughts? Sure, that? sure you do. Like, yeah. you always have a belief that, hey, if we do the things as we talked about and execute, um, we got a chance. And I thought the first twenty minutes or so, I'm like, we're doing what we need to do. Like, we mm-hmm. had the ball, we kept it at times. We made them a little uneasy. Mm-hmm. Um, we had some things going on that doesn't matter, but was impactful, like personnel-wise on, mm-hmm. on the field going on. I'm like, you know, our center back is, is sick. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, you know, yeah. <laughs> she's yeah. our best player. And yeah, she's she's having challenges. Yeah. You know, if you remember, like, we played for, like, five minutes with ten players. Yeah. Because oh, that's we're trying right. to figure yeah. out if she can play or not. Yeah. And so – you know, all those things are going on and you're just like, we needed everything to be perfect, but we hung in there and then, you know, we gave up too, but we got that goal at the end oh, of the half. Yeah. Yeah. That was big. So I all was of a like, sudden, Ooh, like, got game. Huge. Yeah. Got, got game, a game and momentum. Right? Yeah. yeah. We walked off and I'm like this. I always said about this team, we weren't the prettiest team, but we were gritty. Like yeah. they were gritty, gritty girls. And I'm like, they're going to give themselves a chance. Like yeah. this two they are. They're going to keep, but then, you know, the goal we gave up when it threw, went through the keeper's hands, like yeah, that, that just, that, that was like, hurts. oh, that, that hurt. Yeah. And then it's just like, we're not coming back from that. Yeah, yeah. And then, then you're all got, disc, you were discombobulated, right? It just sort of, you're, it, yeah. all of a sudden, I think people got, girls got nervous, got like really started questioning, oh my gosh, am I doing the right thing? Sure. And at that point, yeah. those doubts in your head, like forget it. You see it was yeah. executed on the they, field. They overwhelmed us and yeah. they just, all of a sudden their physicality, it was just like yeah. balls were right back yeah, in our face yeah. and we couldn't yeah. get out. Yeah. And so I'm like, I walked out of that game and I went like, we had to be perfect. We yeah. weren't yeah. for whatever reason. And they're, and they're just that good if you, if you give them an inch. Yeah. A sliver like oh my gosh they're just overwhelming yeah, yeah so i walked out of there like i you know would i played it differently no probably not because i already rehearsed it in my head like we could have we could have played four, we could have played parked you know, the bus and done all yeah, that and right the and counter then, yeah. and i'm like it's just not how i like to play Mm-mm. and i think it allows them then to just dictate the game and i yeah. hate allowing a team to dictate the game yeah. just I, I, I actually, that's a good point because I always, you know, when I was coaching, I, I always 
like, look, at some point, you just have to give credit to the other team for being that good and just, hey, but we're we're who we are. We've been yeah. playing this way. Like, I'm, I, I was never, I was always like, this is a game of goals. So we want to score. And how do you score? You don't score by sitting back and just sort of absorb, absorb, absorb and yeah. hope that you're going to get a one-time opportunity. That doesn't, as much as it makes the papers like it doesn't happen like it doesn't yeah. happen that often right and you can't rely on that as it that's that's like having hope as a strategy right like it just yeah. doesn't it doesn't execute right so yeah. um all right so listen i i thought you had defensively you were outstanding you know you only conceded three goals you had i, I thought some of the, the Two really special players, Julia Martin, who is Rookie of the Year, who I actually picked for my best 11 women in Division oh, wow. Three, And then uh, Christina Axelson, who's the Defensive Player of the Year. Um, and then Jenna, I can't pronounce her Skrzynski. name. Skrzynski. Skrzynski. Yeah. Thank you yeah. very much. Uh, who's an All-American. And then uh, Shelby Berger, who you know got accolades yeah. as well. I mean, could, could you talk about the importance of your back line and in, in your success and how, you know, they like they say, right? Like defense wins championships. Oh. Like, was that the case yeah. a little bit? I mean, clearly, I mean, I I do think Christina was is outstanding. Like, I think she yeah. she was the she's anchor, special. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, she's special. Yeah. Um, I always, you know, I, I many agree when people say defense wins championships and I go like mm -hmm. defense gives you a chance scoring mm -hmm. goals wins it. Yeah. 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 I do. I think defense gives you a chance and you have yeah. to be able to defend, Yeah. but if you can score goals mm -hmm. now, which is look at Hopkins, you can score yeah. goals. Goals. Yeah. Yeah. And I look back at our teams that have won, like we had the ability to, to score goals, to score goals. Yeah. And, and I think and that's important. But, but you anyway, weren't, you weren't shabby there either. And we'll talk about that. Yeah, That'll be yeah. my next one. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, but no, I think you're right. And what's interesting in this, you know, the conversation and a little bit of the background is, you know, Julia didn't didn't transfer to us until late in the summer. Mm -hmm. Like it was a conversation, didn't know if it's going to work out. And finally, she mm -hmm. said we can make it like she could make it work financially. Like that was the question. All right. Could they mm -hmm. make it work financially? And she was able to make it happen. So, because we had penciled Axelson, Christina, to play mm -hmm. right back, yeah, like that—that that was sort of where Christina was going to play, because mm -hmm. we we didn't have we didn't have yeah. defenders, we just didn't. And there's another player in that conversation that unfortunately, like Kayla Hur. Mm -hmm. So Kayla Hur was a grad student who was an All America last the year last before year. Yeah, yeah. as our holding midfielder, but she tore her ACL in the in yeah. the semifinal of the conference. Oh my gosh. So there's there's a huge rock. So all mm -hmm. season, Christina and Kayla, mm -hmm. two unbelievable holding players who are yeah. very different, who are very different mm -hmm. players, but unbelievable side by side, right? So they just really were able to protect, I thought, our center backs who were good, like Jenna, special player. Yeah. No, no question about it. Shelby, because of her experience, just steady. Mm -hmm. Right place, right time, gets to play, you know, just smart, just yeah, smart. Yeah. And Julia, I think, you know, really good athletic. She, She's that dynamic outside back, I think, that is yeah. you all look for. Like, yeah. you know, gets forward, can score goals, 
scored like three goals on corners. Has She's a, five foot, five foot yeah, nothing, nothing, but yeah. wins ten balls, right? Yeah, yeah. Has a third lung who can just go, 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 yeah. go, go. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, we need to work on the third lung. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's the part we need to work on. Um, but yeah, so to put together a back four in front of a freshman keeper, because that was, I think, mm -hmm. a little bit, you know, a new keeper. Yeah. Um, but having the two holding midfielders in front of us gave us a pretty solid back group mm -hmm. that could handle most teams athletically. Like we yeah. could run with Misericordia up yeah. front. They're really loaded, but I'm like, we had enough athleticism to be able to, to run deal with, with those it. players yeah. when yeah. need be. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought you were out. I thought they were outstanding. I And, um, and, and no I can question. totally see watching that, that, the I'll just say that the framework of how you wanted them to play because I always they always struck me as very disciplined and sort of where they needed to be and and defensively right and yeah and, um, it was fun to watch and then like I said on the flip side you weren't too shabby 74 goals uh Rachel Turjan yep offensive player of the year 11 goals and then uh Brianna Sype and Kylie Firestone um I mean that that's those are some great ball players right there on their own right you know yeah. how, how did you think you had the balance with with, with them up top versus defensively and yeah. did you think do you think you need you, you do you think you left goals on the on the on the table right do you think you should have had more if you had that special player mm. yes you know the special goal scorer yeah if i'm honest yeah. Yeah. I think I think all all of them are good players. Yeah. Maybe the only one that can get one by yourself. I mean, they both showed moments of getting one by yourself. Like mm -hmm. Rachel could once in a while, Bree mm -hmm. could once in a while. Kylie is a playmaker who yeah. was, you know, that type of thing. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'll go back umpteen years, you go back to like an Aaron Hench and Amanda Nair mm -hmm. who scored you know, will. 20 plus goals on their own, yeah. 30 goals. Yeah. They could get you one by themselves or Nikki yeah. Alsasser yeah. who could do it more often by themselves and didn't need yeah. it where these guys needed each other, which was fine. Like yeah, that's yeah. how we play. Yeah. Yeah. But to just go like, all right, in, in a moment in a game, they're just going to turn nothing into something. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't wasn't going to happen very often. Yeah, yeah. I felt like we had to earn goals. Like, yeah, yeah. You have to work for them. Yeah, yeah. There's a difference too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You almost, yeah. It's it's very true. There is a difference. And yeah, I look at Man City, right? Last year, just from a soccer oh. perspective, right? Man City had to work <laughs> for the goal, right? Like just work, make the ball move, yeah. do all those things. And now they just, hey, let's put it in the middle because look at. We got Look this guy. Yeah, he's like he's gonna make something happen. Like I don't know how, but he does, right? Like so that's very true. I could I could see that. That's that's that makes sense. So let me ask you, what does your recruiting class, incoming recruiting <laughs> class, look like? I think it's a solid class. I'm not mm -hmm. sure there's anybody I go who's special mm -hmm. who's gonna, you know. I think next year is gonna be a really probably challenging more. I'm going to have to coach like crazy. Forgot the, <laughs> <laughs> but I think pieces are there. I think yeah. we have pieces, you know, there, 
but maybe not as deep and it's mm -hmm. going to take some young players. Yeah. But, but this is where I will go. We have a structure to work with. Yeah. And if we can put them into that structure and teach them to do a couple things really, really well, mm -hmm. we have a chance versus yeah. I hope it works out and they figure out how to score, score goals for us or how to defend. Mm -hmm. I think yeah. having a structure that we understand and believe in, um, gives us a place to start from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, then it is, like I said, that's why I'm a big fan of watching you. Like, it does look like you could just sort of take one person out, one player out and like put in another and hey, it starts, it's still, there's no major disruption, even though their style might be different, their way yeah. they play might be different, but the fundamentals of how you play remain consistent. And I don't see that a lot with teams, right? They make a move and then the next thing you know, it's sort of, flounders around right and like how they play yeah. and i think that's um um okay just a couple more questions and i'll and i'll let you get back to <laughs> figuring out your technology on your end <laughs> well, no this has been fun thanks yeah. um when you recruit do you look for do you look for the right person or the right player yes <laughs> yeah Go back to good to great. Yeah. Genius of the end. Yeah. I don't want one or the other. Mm -hmm. I want both. Yeah. I want I want a really good player, but if she doesn't fit us, that doesn't work. But I also, you know, everybody goes, oh, she's a really nice person. I go, yeah, so, so is every player on our team. Yeah. She has to play soccer. Yeah. And so, yeah, I'm looking for both. Like, mm -hmm. you need to be a great person. You need to be selfless. You need to be a worker. You need to yeah. buy into what we want to do. Um. And you need to be able to play soccer. You need yeah. to have technical ability. You need to be an athlete, be able to run and, you know, have an IQ of the game. Like none, none is one more than the other. Like okay. you can have a great athlete, but if she doesn't fit us, that doesn't mm -hmm. help me. And she can be the nicest, sweetest person in the world. And she mm -hmm. can't pass. Doesn't help me. Like, <laughs> <laughs> That's what I always say. Like great player can't pass. Oh, forget it. No, like, <laughs> you know? well, well, she's a great athlete. Yeah. Uh, which is maybe that's why for this spring I'm I'm diving into like yeah. field awareness and yeah, vision because yeah. I I'm not going to change their technical ability a ton but if yeah. I can make them better with what they can do yeah that's what I do I got to make yeah. them better at what they can do because they yeah. can do they yeah. wouldn't be here if they can't do yeah but I, I needed to make them better so yeah. when I'm watching I you know if I'm just watching for the you know I haven't really met her I'm going like. Does she, can she get out of trouble by herself? Uh -huh. Does she have ideas? Like, yeah. or does she just kick it into the girl's shins? <laughs> so in the end, so in the end, can she croif? Yeah. Can she croif with both feet? Can she outside turn and keep the ball? Yeah. If she can do those things consistently, I go like, I can use you. Yeah. Because you can play within the system. Yeah, yeah. If you can't get out of trouble by yourself and you just panic and kick it. Yeah. I, I have a hard time fixing that one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the, let's just say the players you recruit that come into your class, your freshman class, like, what do you think the main difference is between a, I'll just say a freshman coming in and a sophomore coming in, right? Like, what is there a gap in their ability? Is there a gap in their knowledge? Oh. What is that next sort of step when they come out of high school, they're top, 
top in their yeah. oh, on yeah. their club. What is that gap in that jump? Sure, and that's why I said to you about our spring season mm -hmm. is the biggest growth point mm -hmm. because I think it takes the freshmen a whole season for most of them mm -hmm. to just learn lingo, style, agreements, how we play, mm -hmm. style of play, discipline, all mm -hmm. those things. It's a learning curve. Some pick it up faster than others, of yeah. course, but for the most part, now as a sophomore, here's what I think happens. Now as a sophomore, now you get to do the things that you do as a player within the box. Yeah. Now yeah. I get to be me within the box, box. Yeah. because I know what the box is and I get to be me within it. Mm -hmm. When I'm a freshman, I'm not even sure what the box is, but I'm mm -hmm. trying to be me. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the biggest challenge for players when they come here is like they every time they do something, they look and go like, was that right? Mm -hmm. Was that right? Because there is a right and wrong. At least mm -hmm. they feel like it, right? Mm -hmm. They feel yeah, like yeah. there's a right and wrong. I think after their freshman year, they've gone through it. They know what the right and wrong quote unquote is. Mm -hmm. And now they can be themselves and add their, their piece of the puzzle or, or their mm -hmm. flair of the game or their individuality. Yeah within the box box. Oh, yeah. oh, that's interesting. Um, Hey, just last one. How, how can, how can somebody get your attention? I'm a, I'm a player. I am uh, looking at Messiah. I'd love to play for you. Well, how do I get your, what's the best way to get your attention? Email. Yeah. Just drop me an email. Um, we check, we follow. I mean, I follow mm -hmm. up, uh, have a video link. If you have video, that's, that's really, really helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, no, I value in somebody I can tell has dug a little deeper, meaning mm -hmm. the faith aspect, which mm -hmm. is a huge part of our program. Yeah, yeah. When, when that conversation comes up, you know, or that's in part of our conversation is I desire, you know, to grow in my faith or that matters mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, so she's done. So she knows who we are. Mm -hmm. We're not just another, another yeah. program. That, I'm just saying we're not a faith a non, you know, faith-based school. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. We're just not a soccer program. There's something yeah. unique and distinct about us. Yeah. All right. So that wasn't my last question. Because okay. can I ask you about that faith component? I mean, it is at Messiah. It's a big. And I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I value that, but like it, it is. It is a big thing. Do you? Do you? Is is that a self? filtering aspect of your recruiting process the fact that there is such a heavy emphasis on faith at, at messiah yeah no question Does that makes sense oh no question it's it's my it's my first or second question yeah or as i or as i articulate it's the mm -hmm. first thing i articulate mm -hmm. when i talk with anybody who comes in my office yeah this yeah. is who we are yeah and if it resonates with them as i said it's fantastic yeah if it doesn't resonate like you know all the time in emails I will drop back and, you know, there'll be something in that conversation about, hey, do you understand the uniqueness, Messiah, yeah. faith, Christian church, da, 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 yeah, da. Yeah. And sometimes they're like, mm, that's just not who I am. I'm like, yeah. hey, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it has to be because to, to get here, I've, I've seen it in too many places where mm. programs have tried to, to play both sides of the line. Right. Yeah, yeah. Doesn't work. Doesn't work. Middle of the Doesn't road work. never works. You got to be yeah. bold, right? You got to be bold in who yeah. you are, whether yeah, you, you like it, whether it's are. good or not. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's you, 
good's irrelevant. Good yeah, is yeah. it's it's who we are. Yeah. This is what we value. Yeah. I want you to value it as well. And I think that's that's the uniqueness of Messiah. Yeah. yeah. Um I was gonna and I was gonna ask you another question that that I, I... Yeah. All right. I totally slipped my mind. I could go down rabbit holes talking about faith just because it's a, you know, for me personally, it's a big thing. And and like I said, I, I think it does present, I think there's two things about a, a school of faith, like it just, and it, this probably I'll get creamed for it for saying it, but I, I do think that there is something to be said about a higher purpose. Right. And in a, in a in a soccer program that helps you. One, stay humble two, Right. You know what the prize really is. Right. Like and I mean that generically. But then I also think there is a degree of. Discipline that comes with being a person of faith that doesn't necessarily translate if you know, I'm, I mean, it's respectfully to state schools, so like just the generic state school that mm. does is indifferent about that sort of thing. I think yeah. in a lot of ways, there's a lot of commonality between being a person of faith and then wanting to be a good soccer player or, or oh. disciplined soccer player. Um, I mean, we, we could go down the rabbit hole when we talked about structure and yeah, freedom, right? Yeah, 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 like, yeah. What does freedom in Christ mean, right? Yeah. I'm just saying like, that's an interesting conversation. Yeah. So when I was at Alma, mm -hmm. Alma's a, you know, just a division three secular school. So, um, yeah. You, you just had to have different conversations about being a good teammate, right? Yeah. Yeah. Being a good teammate. What yeah. does class look like? All those things are good things. Mm -hmm. I can just have different conversations in a different way Wait, here yeah. because of the understanding of here's this young woman who desires to grow in her faith. So how does that look like in relationships on my team? Mm -hmm. How does it look like as a, as a leader and yeah. servant leadership yeah. and, and sacrifice and sacrifice. giving of myself, yep. 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 just different conversation to be a team of grace, to yep. love and value my teammate because I'm valued and loved by Christ. Yeah. Different conversation that I can have that I can't yeah. have in another context. context yeah. And I do think, I do think it impacts all those p cultural things in our program in some way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I totally agree. That's that's why I'm intrigued because you know I I started looking at another program and I think I asked for an interview and I and they're not Division three yet. I think they're sort of provisional. Is Bob Smith University? Bob Jones. Bob Jones University. Sorry, it's Bob Smith. Well, that's <laughs> um, Bob Jones University, who also have great soccer programs. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, they just won the, the men, won the NCCAA oh, okay. tournament. And like I said, they're provisional division three. And again, a lot of similarities in, in sort of how they're pro I, I look to you guys and sort of look at them and I'm like, oh, I could see the similarities and why. And again, that key component ends up being faith, but I, but that doesn't, that doesn't discount my fundamental belief, and I mean this respectfully, that Messiah, a, a, a small Christian college in all, 
a middle of nowhere, right? You're driving through a cornfield and then there's the, right? Like there's the, there's the school. There's a little bit more than nowhere, but you know what I mean? Um, In the middle of PA somewhere, you know, if Messiah can do it, I think any school with the right, I think it comes down to culture and the right structure and the right level of commitment to playing a certain way. And like I said, being bold about who you are, I think anyone can position themselves as a powerhouse of a, of a program, you know? I, I, so, I don't disagree. Yeah. And when I went to Alma, mm-hmm. they were bad. Yeah. <laughs> they were horrible. <laughs> Yeah. And my and my last year we got to the final four. Yeah. Um do I think it would have been hard there? Yes, but I think as you say, there's always belief you can do it. You have yeah. to know who you are. Yeah. And you gotta make hard choices and you gotta do it daily. Yeah. And I think that's the one. Coaches want coaches want to go to a symposium, read a read an article and change it and think it's gonna change next Ch- season. Season, yeah. It no. takes five, six, seven. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's it's hard. Yeah. I think that who you are has to be you have to live that daily, right? Like sure. that's not something that you can compromise on and everything you do has to fit within that mold and your players have to see it almost to the point where they don't see it after a while. To them it's just the normal way yeah. and they sort yeah. of become accepting of it and I think that's a that's a key that's a key key idea concept at least in terms of who i think um um a school that wants to sort of become a a powerhouse in in the game um but anyhow coach oh thanks thank you very much really do appreciate it i would i would keep talking to you but i I have a regular job (laughs) that i gotta get to yeah next two of us Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Hope we can do this again in the in the uh, in the summertime and maybe do a quick review of what you see on the horizon for the season. That would be that would be great. But really appreciate it. And give yeah, your gotcha. give your girls the best. Like I loved watching them. I thought they were fantastic. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. All right. If you like this show, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. You can also find me on anti-social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks. This is a message from my chief marketing officer. I think this keeps him happy.